I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Set a party in Harrisonburg, send several people to the hospital. I'm Acacia James. The area road becoming safer for bicyclists soon. I'm John Doman. What businesses along the wharf are saying about the completion of the project? I'm Mike Marilla. Good morning. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fody in Washington. A pre-election CBS News battleground state tracker poll finds Republicans on the upswing on the economy. The Republicans have a turnout advantage. More of them say that they're definitely going to vote. What could get the Democrats in contention to maybe hold the House? It's young people. If young people were to show up more than they say they're going to, and the Democratic seat number goes up where they're right in contention to maybe get a bare majority. Anthony Salvano is CBS News Executive Director of Elections and Surveys. The Biden administration is using a Trump-era rule it has criticized and fought, trying to keep out migrants from Venezuela. There has been an arrest in a series of deadly shootings in Northern California. The serial killer had the community of Stockton frozen in fear for three months. 43-year-old Wesley Brownlee's arrest came as a relief to anxious residents of the city 80 miles east of San Francisco. A lot of people are going to be safe or feel a lot safer. That was scary, very scary. But I'm glad he's been caught. Investigators say they zeroed in on Brownlee Saturdays. He drove through the dark streets of Stockton armed with a handgun, searching for his next victim. Correspondent Anya Bekas, there have been several explosions the last few hours in and around the Ukrainian capital city of Kiev. The mayor there says the city center was hit. The Ukrainian government says it was with kamikaze drones. In China, President Xi Jinping getting a third five-year term at the week-long meeting of the Chinese Communist Party. He faces no challenges at this party congress. Four years ago, Xi Jinping engineered the abolition of term limits. Later this week, the Congress will rubber stamp an unprecedented five more years in power for him as China's leader. Correspondent Elizabeth Palmer, dissension in the ranks of Britain's ruling party. There is great bewilderment and anger within the Tory party about the first weeks of Liz Truss's premiership, uh, the turmoil in the financial markets, the plunging in the party's ratings in the polls, the sacking of her chancellor. BBC commentator Ben Wright, one of the richest people on earth, and his ex-wife announced a huge contribution to battle disease once thought mostly gone, but not so, from Bill Gates. Our foundation is pledging $1.2 billion in support of the Global Polio Eradication Initiative. And this important note on both the health and consumer watch, over-the-counter hearing aids are becoming available on Monday for adults with mild to moderate hearing loss, no prescription needed. Younger people, meaning under 18, and people with severe hearing loss will still need those prescriptions. Business News, Wall Street Journal reporting financial giant Goldman Sachs working on a sweeping reorganization plan combining investment, banking, and trading. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. One three a.m. Monday, October 17, 2022. It's 58 degrees. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour... The attic fire at Mount L. Olivet Methodist Church in Arlington on Friday could have meant no Sunday service this morning, or Sunday morning, but instead the pastor of the city's longest continuously running church 
took the sermon outside. Well, you just never think it's going to happen to your church or your house or whatever it might be. Ken Spiker, a member of 25 years, was one of about 100 who came to the church's lawn for the outdoor service. Oh, I'm so glad we're, we're here. It just shows we, we're still coming together. On all of that, Pastor Sarah Keeling says that while they saw some misfortune, the church should be thankful. So much gratitude that no one was harmed, that the first responders responded with such speed. Keeling told WTOP she was happy with outdoor turnout in the wake of the fire. Had a pretty good feeling that people would want to come out and be together. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Uh, police have arrested a Harrisonburg, Virginia man after a shooting near James Madison University. At least eight people suffered non-life-threatening injuries in the shooting. All eight were transported to area hospitals. Uh, five were transported to our local hospitals. And three were transported to UVA in Charlottesville. City spokesperson Michael Parks says it happened at an outdoor gathering on Devon Lane. Both JMU students and locals live in the complex, and the injured people range in age from 18 to 27. The city police department is currently investigating to determine was there one shooter or were there multiple shooters. Acacia James, WTOP News. 20-year-old Tyreef Isaiah Fleming was arrested Sunday afternoon. He's facing a number of charges, included including attempted murder. Cyclists have long wanted Maryland to make Old Georgetown Road safer for them to ride. Work is set to begin today. The six lanes that cars can use on Old Georgetown Road is about to be reduced to four as the state of Maryland works to add buffered bike lanes to the traffic flow there. Those new bike lanes will run from the intersection with Nicholson Road near Rockville down south of the Beltway. And it comes after a recent study showed Old Georgetown Road to be more dangerous for bicyclists compared to other roads in Montgomery County. Two bicyclists have been involved in fatal crashes on the road in recent years. John Dome in WTOP News. On its fifth anniversary last week, the wharf celebrated another milestone, the opening of its second phase. It was a welcome announcement by businesses that already call the waterfront strip home. Libby Diamond of Diamond Jewelry on the Wharf says she's excited that the second phase has now been completed. I think it's going to be really great for us. I know there's a lot of larger corporate offices coming in as well, so we're, we're just so excited to have the more the better. She says the Southwest Waterfront community has a unique draw. Feels like a resort here. You know, people come here just to kind of get away from life. With the completion of the mile-long project, developers say they hope next year with the opening of new restaurants, hotels, and office buildings, the Wharf will see 10 million visitors. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's 106. A popular downtown Silver Spring restaurant will be back in business Tuesday after a fire shut it down in July. Even though the damage estimates at Copper Canyon Grill were around a half million dollars, the owners of the Ellsworth Drive restaurant have already put in double that amount in renovations. According to a news release, the owners wanted to be sure all systems are up to current code. Copper Canyon was already undergoing general renovations, and the owners say the three-month shutdown allowed those to be completed ahead of schedule. The renovations include a new exterior and foyer, but they're not done. Plans for future renovations include a chef's table and a sushi station. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a shooting leaves a man dead in southeast. It's 107. What if a different bank could make your company better? Turn to Burke and Herbert Bank and work with local commercial banking experts who really get your business. More than just bankers, we're trusted partners here to help you make better financial decisions. I'm David Boyle, President and CEO of Burke and Herbert Bank. Whether you're a wholesaler, medical practice, or nonprofit, I can promise you this. We're the better banking choice for your company. Burke and Herbert Bank. It's better here. At your service since 1852. 
Returning to the office but worried about getting stuck? Relax, we got you. Commute with confidence when you sign up for Guaranteed Ride Home from Commuter Connections. Take a look. If you ride share to work, you're eligible for a free ride in case of illness, unexpected emergencies, or unscheduled overtime. Guaranteed. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Receive a tax deduction and vacation voucher. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Good morning, it's 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather together on the gates. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hey, thanks, Rich. We'll start with 66 headed westbound. Between Route 7 and the Beltway, you should have just a single lane getting by that work crew. Not only that, the ramp that would normally take you from westbound 66 onto the southbound side of 495, it's closed tonight. Unfortunately, they are working on it, so you cannot access it. My suggestion, if you're already headed westbound, go ahead and take Route 7 towards Tyson's and uh, have uh, use Route 7 to access the outer loop of the Beltway that way. If you're headed eastbound, there's a work crew near Route 7. Should have just a single lane getting by there. For the most part, your majors in Virginia looking pretty good. No issues on I-95, 395, and Beltway traffic. It's more or less running up to speed. If you're headed on the outer loop of the Beltway, no issues headed across the Wilson Bridge. 210, uh, we had an accident scene reported near Old Fort Road. Looks like if it was out there, they have taken care of it. Northbound I-97 is up to speed. The work zone that was there just past 50 has cleared, so I'm no longer seeing that there. Northbound BW Parkway after 100. The uh, work crew was along the left-hand side of the roadway. Look, sounds like uh, they are in the process of picking it up, but I do still see them out there in camera, so just stay to the right and watch out for the folks that are picking up the cones as well. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Uh, thank you, Carlos. Now let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures are headed into the upper 60s to around 70 this afternoon. We're pretty cloudy out there. We'll stay mostly cloudy throughout much of the day. Some breaks of sunshine. Most of the rain tapers off this morning. A stray shower possible east of I-95 through this afternoon. Otherwise dry. For your Tuesday, highs will be in the mid to upper 50s with sunny skies. Both today and tomorrow will be very windy. Winds could gust as high as 25 miles per hour, making it feel cooler. Wednesday, highs will be in the mid to upper 50s with sunny skies. Winds finally growing calm. By Thursday, highs near 60 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Right now, it's 57 at Fort Belvoir, 59 in Foggy Bottom, and it's 58 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 111. A man is dead after a shooting in southeast D.C. early Sunday morning. D.C. police say it happened just after midnight near 2500 Pomeroy Road in the Berry Farm neighborhood. Officers found 32-year-old Jamonte Brown with several gunshot wounds. He died at the scene. Marijuana arrests have dropped in Virginia since the state legalized recreational cannabis a year ago. But a Washington Post analysis finds that the police in the Commonwealth are still more likely to arrest black people for weed-related offenses. Black people account for 20% of Virginia's population, 
But the report found black adults made up nearly 60% of marijuana-related cases appearing before the state's district and circuit courts. The findings echo results seen in other states and the District of Columbia. It's 112. It's been more than 120 years since this got updated. That's when Teddy Roosevelt was president. It's D.C.'s criminal code put in place by members of Congress in 1901. We still had people who had owned slaves serving in Congress. Um, that's not who should determine what our criminal code is. City Councilman Charles Allen says the revision, which has taken about 16 years to craft, gets rid of mandatory minimum sentences. Mandatory minimums are not the best practice. Uh, it's kind of a failed policy that has actually led to the district being the leader in the nation of mass incarceration. Allen is recommending the current minimum for first-degree murder be kept. A final vote expected in November. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's 112. The Fairfax County Fire Department has a new system that allows people to create their own profiles. The profile would give firefighters details on any special needs they might encounter. A homeowner's profile might include, for example... If you have somebody in your home that is visually impaired or hard of hearing or perhaps bedridden or mobility limited, uh, you can put that into the into the app. John Morrison with Fairfax County Fire says with businesses... They may provide us with things like their evacuation plans... Uh, where offices may be if people work unique hours. To sign up at WTOP.com, search fire. In Alexandria, there's a similar setup called Smart 911. Christy King, WTOP News. Outdoor dining in Arlington has become the norm thanks to the pandemic. Residents will now need to decide if they want to make it permanent. Residents can now weigh in by filling out an online survey, sharing their take on what they'd be willing to give up for more outdoor dining space. That includes parking spaces or parking lots. The Arlington Future of Outdoor Dining study also asks about which safety features residents prefer, like traffic barriers or tents. The impact on commercial, community, and public interests is also part of the discussion. Residents can check out the survey until November 4th on the county's website. Depending on feedback, a permanent solution is expected to be ready by the spring. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, the Yankees stay alive in their series with the Guardian. Sports with Rob is next. It's 114. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anova.org slash heartbeat. To understand what makes Diamonds Direct so different than other jewelry stores, you have to go back 60 years, when a diamond cutter in Israel became well-known for his exceptional craftsmanship. His diamond cutting business flourished for decades. Then his sons got involved and started selling these exceptional diamonds to upscale jewelry stores here in America. Then, after a few years, these wholesalers changed the game and started selling these precious diamonds direct to the public at the same prices they had sold to the jewelry stores. The no middleman concept became an instant success and Diamonds Direct was born. Today, Diamonds Direct provides that extraordinary value to people all over America, leading the industry with the highest quality diamonds that still come straight from the best cutters, offered at the guaranteed best prices, period. Diamonds Direct, a truly revolutionary concept with a unique history rooted in quality, committed to excellence, and always focused on value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And now let's go to Rob Woodfork. 
Sunday night football served as a statement win for the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. 26-17 winners over the rival Dallas Cowboys to remain alone atop the NFC East entering their bye week. During the pregame show on NBC, Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio said Commander's owner Dan Snyder will be a topic of discussion at the owners' meetings Tuesday. Officially, nothing about Snyder and his role as owner of the team is on the agenda. Unofficially, however, what will happen is late in the afternoon there will be a session with just the owners, and I'm told there is no doubt that Snyder's status will be discussed during that meeting of owners only. Doesn't mean there will be a vote or any action taken, but he will be discussed. And remember, there are two pending investigations. Both the NFL and Congress are looking into allegations made directly against Daniel Snyder. On the field, Washington, with or without Carson Wentz and his injured ring finger, hosts the Packers a week after Green Bay was blown out at home by the 4-2 and two Jets. The other New York team is 5-1. After the Giants erased a 10-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Baltimore Ravens 24-20, Lamar Jackson's fourth-quarter interception led to yet another late-game meltdown. We stopped ourselves a lot, a lot of missed opportunities out there, especially in the red zone. I feel like we should have put more punts up, a little hiccups here and there, and we, we got to fix those. Down a level, the latest AP Top 25 poll saw Tennessee jump up to number three after the upset victory over Alabama that dropped the Crimson Tide outside the top five for the first time in three years at number six. The Yankees forced the decisive ALDS game five on their home field thanks to a 4-2 win over the Guardians in Cleveland. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Republicans could retake the House this year. A new CBS News battleground tracker survey says the number one issue for voters is the economy, specifically inflation. An inflation defense from the White House Economic advisor Cecilia Rouse defended the limited progress the Biden administration has had on tamping down inflation. Rouse says the administration is starting to see signs that the actions they are taking are having an effect. Several loud explosions rocked the center of Kiev on Monday. The strike comes as fighting has intensified in the eastern regions of Donetsk and Luhansk in recent days. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. A man was killed and three others injured in a crash in the Germantown area. It happened on Saturday night in the area of Frederick Road and Plummer Drive. Montgomery County Police say, says a truck and a Jeep collided just after 11 uh, uh, Saturday night. A passenger in the Jeep died at the scene. The driver was taken to the hospital with serious injuries but is expected to be okay. Our news partners at NBC4 said the driver and passenger of the truck were taken to a hospital with minor injuries. The cause of death remains under investigation. It's 118. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Rich. And, of course, the northbound side of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway has the work zone after Maryland 100. Left lane is still blocked, but according to chart, they should be getting ready to clear that up. We'll see how long it will take for that to happen. But for now, single right lane gets you by and no delays. So even if they pick it up, it's not going to make much of a difference. If you're headed southbound on I-270, there is a work zone right by 370. Should only be blocking a single lane, though. You should be just fine as you make way past that point. If you're headed on the northbound side, things are very up to speed as you head up towards the Frederick area. Outer loop of the Beltway up to speed. No issues between I-95 and over towards I-270. Down in Virginia, the westbound side of 66 between Route 7 and the Beltway has a single lane getting by the work zone. And, of course, the ramp to the outer loop southbound 495 is currently closed. Also sounds like as you continue westbound past Route 50, there is a work zone. You should have just a single lane getting by there with almost no delays. Eastbound side of 66. It sounds like the work zone is currently blocking the ramp to Route 50. So if you're trying to head into Fairfax, you're going to need to opt for the Fairfax County Parkway or 123. 
So far, I-95 is up to speed. And no issues on 395 so far. In the district, uh, Southeast Southwest Freeway is up to speed. There was an accident seen along Canal Road there near M Street, but seems like that has been cleared as well. Shouldn't have much trouble getting through that area. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Carlos. Now let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Well, my friends, for your Monday, you can expect a mostly cloudy day. Temperatures in the upper 60s, near 70. Most of the rain is gone as we head throughout the day. Showers, though, are prevalent throughout the early morning hours and then possibly a stray shower east of 95 later in the day. But like I said, improving conditions today. Very windy. Gust as high as 25 miles per hour. Same for your Tuesday, very breezy, but we are dry and sunny with highs in the mid-50s. Mid-50s on Wednesday with mostly sunny skies. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Right now it's 60 degrees in Annapolis. It's 57 in Bowie and it's cloudy and 58 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a local history teacher receives special recognition. It's 121. At the Virginia Department of Elections, we realize there's a lot of new information about voting. To help you focus, we've got just the thing. Symbols. Make sure you're registered and confirm your polling location. Redistricting could affect that. Symbols, please. You can vote early in person, absentee by mail, or on Election Day, November 8th at your polling location. For more info, go to vote.virginia.gov. With the Price is Right Scratcher from the Virginia Lottery, game time is anytime. Hey, one ounce tube of sunscreen, SPF 70. I'm going to say 479, 499. That means it's time to spin the wheel. The Price is Right Scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. Scratch to spin the wheel and see if you have the winning bid at the Showcase Showdown. Two games in one with a top prize of 200000 at a retailer near you. Odds of winning top prize in the Price is Right, 1 in 2,040,000. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. It's 123. A sixth grade history teacher is awarded for making history come alive for students. Nellie Beeman teaches at Eagle Ridge Middle School in Ashburn. She's being honored by George Washington's Mount Vernon. It's the 14th anniversary of the History Teacher of the Year Award. Beeman has been teaching for 12 years and is being recognized for, as one colleague wrote, constantly finding ways to bring history to life. Beeman also wins a $5,000 cash prize and a fully funded field trip to Mount Vernon for her students. At the ceremony, Mount Vernon's Vice President for Education, Allison Wickens, noted, Both our teachers this year are from Loudoun County. This year's runner-up, James Sasick, is an 8th grade civics teacher at Blue Ridge Middle School in Purcellville. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. 
The Military Women's Memorial is celebrating 25 years this weekend. Today, service women and supporters gathered at the memorial to celebrate the dedication of the new Vaught Center. It's named after the memorial's founding president, retired Air Force General Wilma Vaught. Without General Vaught, the memorial would never have been built. Retired Major General Jan Edmonds. She's also the board chair for the memorial. The people who were here 25 years ago and helped donate money to make it possible, it's rightful that we bring them back to celebrate 25 years of existence. President of the Memorial Phyllis Wilson praised General Vaught's dedication and talked about her history. She served in Vietnam. She served around the globe and retired in 1985. And just two short years later, she became president of the foundation that spent another decade raising the money to build what we're standing in today. Acacia James, WTOP News. If you're transgender living in Maryland, there's a good chance that your ID doesn't reflect who you are. A local organization is trying to change that. Having an inaccurate identity document really prevents you from participating in public life. Lee Blender, co-founder and executive director of Trans Maryland. The Montgomery County native says Trans Maryland helps with the cost of a name or gender marker change and they help with what can be a difficult process. It really is essential for how people refer to you. It can help with legitimizing someone's identity to their family. After the name change, people really find it's a life-changing step. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick. Emergency savings in the pandemic era. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com personal finance minute. Our new survey of Americans finds four in ten adults have enough savings to cover an unplanned expense of $1,000 or more. 44% of survey respondents have enough money saved to manage through this $1,000 emergency expense threshold. But the good news, this is the most or the highest percentage saying that they'd be able to cover the expense in eight years of our surveys. 44% this time around is up from 39% last year. So while the ability to cover an unplanned $1,000 expense from savings is the best we've seen over the past eight years, the reality is the majority of Americans still cannot get over that financial hurdle. Reliance on borrowing is still high, with more than one-third of households having to turn to a credit card, personal loan, or family or friends in the face of such unplanned expenses. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up after traffic and weather, the midterm election is less than a month away. We will have an update next. It is 126. Olivia from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California, choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. 